0: Welcome to the Getting Soul Fit Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Page, addict, alcoholic, turned sober and free, founder and owner of Katarse, a women's empowerment athleisure line and movement, fitness cover model, mind, body, and soul coach, intuitive empath lover of laughter, donuts, authenticity, and addicted to growth. Each episode, I will host a special guest or topic that will help empower you to conquer any and all obstacles and fears to rise. This show is your one-stop shop for raw truth and unapologetic growth. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. In season two of the Getting Soul Fit podcast, today's guest is Gregory Robert Demian, certified personal trainer, sports nutrition advisor. He's also the author of the book, Live Well Beyond 120, and the new workbook that is coming out, Abs at 60. Um, So he's doing a lot right now. Gregory, would you mind introducing yourself for the listeners? I'll
1: yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. So we met at Fitposium uh, yes. a couple of months ago. Um, I live in Phoenix, so uh, I, I've, I've been here for about a year and a half. I'm 60 years old. Um, as you mentioned, uh, well, I, I, I'm positioning myself as, as a, an author, a motivational speaker, uh, health and fitness uh, influencer, and a coach. And my mission is to help people live their very best life.
0: I love that. I love that. Um, So how did you get into fitness yourself? Like how how has the journey transpired for you specifically?
1: Well, I I got started in my 20s. um, And the backstory though is that in high school, I was the, the, the little kid. I mean, literally, I was 118 pounds in high school. Um, and I was kind of a wannabe. I, I would have liked to have played um, sports at high school, but there was really nothing that was <laughs> kind to of, kind of suit me. Um, so I played a little bit of tennis. Um, and well, what happened was when I got out of school, Uh, I moved down to Florida. And one of the things that started happening uh, down there was I started drinking. Um, Mm. And, you know, I had a friend at work um, who invited me to go run with him. And so I did. And I ran my very first event with him was a three mile run in John Prince Park down in Lake Worth, Florida. And he's like, wow, that's pretty cool. Not many people that I asked to go run with me even bother to go run with me. And, and, yeah. usually, they can't, and usually they can't run three miles. So, so that was the beginning for me. Um, there's another event that, that happened down there that, uh, um, that we can get into in a second that really kind of, you know, got me committed. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, I know. I was just about to ask you, you read my mind, <laughs> if, if there was like a monumental <laughs> event, because most people, there is something that changes the trajectory of their life, especially when it comes to like health and fitness, some like monumental event. And it's usually centered around some um, overcoming obstacle or, you know, some kind of a bottom, like emotional bottom or otherwise. Um, so what happened in your life?
1: Yeah, so still down in Florida and, and you know, this drinking thing was going on for me and I had, uh, after work, I had um, some drinks at happy hour and I was on my way home. I was driving on I-95, my little Mazda RX-7 and for whatever reason, I was just like being really aggressive in traffic, you know, kind of weaving in and out. And there was just this voice in my head that said, dude, what are you doing? Slow down. And so I did. And immediately I look over to my right and there's a state trooper that's staring at me. And I'm like, Uh-oh. no, I it's uh, 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 <laughs> right. Because no doubt if I I, I, I was fortunate, I wasn't pulled over. Uh, if I had been, it's very likely that I was over the legal blood alcohol limit. Now that was a while ago, but there's still, still a bad thing. Right. And I realized that I needed to make a change, mm-hmm. right. That you know, my father um, had drinking issues and this, you know, and I saw myself just heading down that same path. So I decided to stop drinking and in a way the, the exercise became my cross addiction. Now, a very healthy one, I, I think mm-hmm. I might say. Um, and, and so a friend of my friend, he, um, he introduced me to another friend of his who was a cyclist. So I started cycling and, and I uh, also got involved in triathlon. So I started to swim. I'd swam a little bit as a kid, but not much and got into, um, got some master swim lessons. And so that really started the journey, the, the fitness journey for me. Uh, and I also stayed, oh, largely alcohol free for about 10 years.
0: Oh, wow. Um, from,
1: yeah. From that one event, that one decision, now, I'm fortunate because Um, eventually I I did find myself in some AA meetings and I asked myself, Mm -hmm. am I an alcoholic? And I I ended up coming to the conclusion that I wasn't because at that point, I think the 30 day test is, can you, are you, are you willing, capable of drinking like two drinks a day for 30 days in a row? Right. And I'm like, I don't even want to do that. Right. I, I, that that doesn't interest me at all. Right. So, you know, I, I came to that, I came to that decision. Now, here's something that's really special that I just found out about um, that friend of mine. And this was in the eighties. Um, he recently passed away.
0: Oh, I'm and, sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I'm really grateful for what what Dave did for me. And his wife reached out to me on Facebook because I had, had I'd been attending um, some Al-Anon meetings and she said, hey, I, I wanted you to know that Dave, because he never disclosed to me that he was in AA. He was. I, I kind of sus- oh, suspected, but I yeah. never really realized. And uh his wife um shared with me that Dave had been just a couple of days shy of 50 years sober.
0: Oh my gosh. Isn't that
1: amazing? And I'm that's never
0: amazing.
1: It. Yeah. And I I never knew. So I'm, you know, I'm really grateful that Dave reached out to me, took some interest in me and helped me move, helped move me on this, this, um, healthier path.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Um, well, you know, there's like a lot of bad information, um, out there as far (laughs) as health and fitness and aging and, mind, body, and soul and that, you know, the whole realm of things. And sure. um, I, I do like social media in the sense that like, you get a lot of information at once, um, you know, a lot of information at your fingertips. But unfortunately, with that, the negative side and dark side to it is that there's a lot of bad information and people can get like really overwhelmed, or they can start doing something that they think is beneficial, but it's not. And they ultimately hurt themselves. Um, mm-hmm. What are some of the like, Fitness things, or I should say, what are some of the pieces of information that you've heard, and what would you like to say, or in in or, or you know, to address those items yeah. for the <laughs> listeners that are listening?
1: Let me let me share uh, that. Um, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I, I did uh, um, in my 40s actually quit my job and 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 go back to uh, and I applied for medical school. So I went back. Oh, and I wow. Took the,
0: yeah, okay. I, I took
1: the, the, the med school prerequisites, meaning um, biology and chemistry, organic chemistry, biochemistry, and all that sort of good stuff. Now, I, I didn't um, end up obviously in medical school, um, but it gave me some good background, right? I mean, I really yeah. began to appreciate uh, a lot more about the way the body works. Um, I've been listening to uh, Peter Ortia and his podcast, and I learned a ton. And and I learn a lot because I've got enough of a background to where some of those terms aren't just meaningless terms. A sarcomere is is a, is the cell is a muscle cell, right? But if if a term like that um, passes you by, then you can lose a lot. And and I am a certified personal trainer. So I just want to give, you know, your, 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 your audience, a little bit of context from where I'm coming from. So the things I see that sort of get under my skin about, you know, the fitness myths and the do's and the don'ts. I see a lot of people looking for shortcuts, oh, and, yes. mm-hmm. you know, the, what is the perfect exercise? No, 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 no. I mean, I, that that's the, that one in particular really gets under my skin because the answer is there isn't one
0: mm-hmm.
1: right there. There isn't a perfect exercise for everyone, you know, and, and even if there is, or were it, our bodies adapt, Right. So we're going to whatever that is, um, outgrow it or um, overcome it. Now, for many people, walking might be a great place. You know, it might be a perfect exercise for Mm -hmm. them as as a starter. But I certainly wouldn't recommend that to a triathlete. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. They're they're, they're
1: (laughs) capable and going to benefit from a lot more. Um, The other sorts of of fitness advice that, that I'm, I'm really kind of careful about is, is diet exercise because everyone's situation is different. There is no right or wrong diet for Mm -hmm. in general is my, is, is the way I approach it. Uh, everyone's situation is unique and uh, one of the things that I think is really exciting that we're moving into in, in sort of this medicine 3.0 is the ability to be much more precise. There's some testing. In fact, I just ordered a kit from biome. I'm not pitching them by any means, but what they're, um, what they're offering is to do testing of your, uh, of blood, um, saliva and oh, wow. stool to mm-hmm. understand how what, what's going on with you from your micro uh, biome and to give you some very specific recommendations, right. About what might be good for you or what you might want to avoid. So I, I think that's really exciting. I think we're moving into an era where we can be much more precise yeah. and data driven, as opposed to everyone should be on keto or uh, Atkins or um, Pritikin. I started when I was, when I started out running, um, I started in on the Pritikin diet, which is a eighty percent carb, ten percent um, fat, ten percent protein diet. Oh
0: wow! Okay.
1: Which, which for me is actually a terrible for me, and I want to be clear about that. For me, mm-hmm. that's a terrible diet. My my father died of diabetes. My grandmother had her leg amputated in her sixties from di- complications from diabetes. And even though I have a very pristine diet and I exercise six to eight hours a week my a1c still borders on pre-diabetic because oh, wow. I, don't produce, okay. I don't produce enough insulin i'm not insulin um resistant i'm insulin sufficient and and likely that's what my my father and, and my you know my grandmother was as well so you know so when i hear advice around you know don't eat this do eat that i, I i'm like no we shouldn't be giving you know, those sorts of statements in general, it's a very mm-hmm. unique and customized uh, situation. So I guess that's that's the uh, <laughs> coming back to it. Right. It comes back to customization. What is it that's appropriate for you and your goals? Right. Yeah. As is really what what we should be focusing on and anything that's not that I think we should take with a grain of salt and and kind of chalk up to. Mm, attention-grabbing headlines that really don't have a whole lot of uh, value to them.
0: Yeah. So for the listeners out there, um, anything that seems too good to be true. I mean, (laughs) if there's like a a company that's like promising a certain, you know, a certain amount of weight loss or something like that within like 20 days or something like that, um, definitely be wary of that. Um, And also to note, it's important to realize like what you're looking for hopefully is a lifestyle adaptation so a lifestyle change versus a quick fix Mm -hmm. you know because those usually you know i say crash diets for a reason they crash hard you know you lose a lot of weight real quick but then you crash really hard and you end up usually gaining what you had lost plus some and some yeah yes yes because of that you know adaptation that you were speaking to earlier um And so if someone is like brand new to the fitness journey, what uh, would you say to get them started? Someone who's like brand new.
1: So the first question that I think is imperative is why? What is your motivation, Mm -hmm. right? Without without a clear motivation and without a clear goal, we're wandering around in the wilderness and maybe we get lucky. And we achieve something meaningful, but most likely we don't, right? That that's right. The, the, mo- the most mm-hmm. likely scenario. And when I see folks post on my Facebook groups that they've plateaued on their goals, if it's a weight loss goal, a lot of people will, will say, well, move more and eat less. And that may not be bad advice, but it's not the question I ask. My, my question is always, what is it that you're looking to accomplish, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, it, it matters a lot. If you're ninety percent of the way there, um, that's kind of different than if you're ten percent of the way there, right? Yes. In terms of of your journey, um, and and then the second thing is why, because if we can get those two things lined up really well, a lot of other behaviors are going to fall in place straight away. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so. From a from a a first step, that's really what I want people to think about the next step. And (laughs) there's there's sort of a method here Mm -hmm. is about owning your health. Yes. And and I make a a provocative statement in in my Abs at 60 book, um, which says, you know what? You're responsible for your health. No one else is that your insurance company isn't, your doctor's not, your wife's not, your children aren't. Um, It's only you, you know, sad. We're, we're, we're (laughs) in the sense, you know, I I don't want to say alone in the universe, there are people we can leverage, right. Mm -hmm. To help us. Yeah. We have to understand that it starts with us and that we're responsible. And I take that, I take that sort of extreme Jocko Willick approach of, Hey, if it's if something happened good or bad, it's because it's because of something that I did. And maybe it maybe the good didn't happen because of something I did and I got lucky. But if something happened bad, it's not happening the way I want it, I gotta look at me to understand why. Right. Yeah. Looking, and that's looking a, around at other people, super important. Not super important. Be. So that's that's not the typical kind of answer that you might get, right? The first two things is. You know, make sure you understand your why and your motivation and, and then and then own your health. And then from there, we can get into an assessment of where you are and what what kind of makes sense. But some of the some of the basic ideas is do what you like. You know, the best exercise is the one you do. That's it's it's really that simple. Yeah. Right.
0: I'm a, and I'm a, I'm a big uh, believer in that. Like, I you know, I don't. For example, I hate burpees with a passion <laughs> and so I don't do them, you know. Yeah. And is it negatively impacting my life or hindering my my fitness journey to not do them? No, not at all. Um, I think that their plyometrics is really good, for example. But it, it's not. It's kind of like when it comes to nutrition as well. Like you don't have to eat anything that you actually absolutely despise. It's not a punishment. Um, the best right. diet is the one that you can stick with. And I don't even like to use the word diet because yeah. I feel like it is a lifestyle. Change versus, you know, if you look at it like a diet, it's going to stop. Um, it's harder to, uh, to keep up that consistency with that, you know?
1: Yeah. If, if you feel like you're depriving yourself of something, you're likely not going to (laughs) succeed. Yeah. That's, I, I worked with a, um, uh, fellow a few years ago who wanted to, um, to show off his abs and he, he needed to lose, I don't know, 10 or 15 pounds. It wasn't, it wasn't drastic. Mm-hmm. And abs of course are made in the kitchen. We don't get fancy yep. abs by exercisers, ab- right?
0: Oh my <laughs> we gosh. Get... Those... <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> we have to get for men and men and women are, are certainly different in this respect, but for men, mm-hmm. You've got to get under about 10% body fat in order to be able to even, you know, to kind of see, um, abs. Well, anyway, for, for this particular fellow, he was kind of reluctant to change his diet. And what I suggested, the deal that we made initially was, okay, for five days during the week, um, you know, I'd suggest that you eat the sort of a clean diet where we're, you know, minimizing sugar and fat, um, Uh, excess, um, carbohydrates and fat. Mm -hmm. And then on the weekend, you know, you, you can do your, your, your regular diet. And what turned out to happen was eating what we might call clean for, for five days was enough to kind of show him the difference Mm -hmm. of how he felt eating that way versus when he ate the, the normal stuff that he was eating and two cheat days turned into one cheat day, turned into one cheat meal. And, and that was enough. Well, that was clearly enough, more than enough for him mm-hmm. to achieve his weight loss and his, his ab goals. So, you know, we have to want it. And as long as we're not wanting it, we're not going to win that battle is my, right. is, is my experience.
0: Yeah. And that's really important. You guys that are listening, um, you have to want it. And a big key takeaway is you have to hold yourself accountable because it's so easy to like, you know, find excuses. And uh, you've heard the saying before, like, you know, you'll find an excuse or you'll find a way because Mm -hmm. if I use the excuse, my genetics or time or whatever, fill in the blank money, whatever the, whatever the excuses for the day. Right. It's so much easier for me to like skip out or, you know, stay in the comfort zone of where I don't want to be, (laughs) which is eating. We've all heard of
1: smart goals, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think the two letters that are the most important are M and T and M is measurable. And T is time-based. My experience and, and for myself and working with some other folks when, and what works particularly well is an event, Mm -hmm. I want to be able to run a half marathon in under two hours. And and not only a half marathon, the one that's coming up in three months, right? There's a specific event. Mm -hmm. And the benefit of that is we know whether we achieved or not, didn't achieve, right? Um, And I think one of the reasons why people don't set those kinds of goals is kind of this fear of failure, Right? Yes. because I might fail. Well, I, I think failure is the wrong way to look at it because mm-hmm. let's say, well, let's say I, I hurt myself, right? And I'm, I'm training and I can't even do the race. Well, I learned something, right? That's one outcome. Um, another outcome is, well, maybe I did the, the half marathon in two hours and 10 minutes. Well, is that a failure? No, not really. I mean, that's that's far better than, um, not doing it at all.
0: Right. right. You showed up for yourself.
1: Exactly. exactly. Could
0: create another, a new healthy, healthier habit or way of living.
1: Absolutely. You know? yeah. yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so for the dads out there, uh, <laughs> how do you live like a dad and look like an athlete? Cause you're really, <laughs> I mean, you're busy. So can you walk, um, the listeners through like your fitness and your nutrition regimen?
1: Well, let me let me first of all go back to the the mindset piece here because the first part of it comes with it, uh, the right attitude and belief.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: if we we have to decide and and, and acknowledge that it, this is possible, right from the very get go, uh, and you know the, the the goals can be you know reasonable. We don't, we're not going to be Olympians um, with uh, you know, with, with families and the other responsibilities that we have. However, we can be fit. We can have um, success, physical success in our life with reasonably modest amounts of activity. And it comes from that first that that mindset of, Hey, I'm going to do this. And and the, the next thing that I would suggest is that incorporate activity and healthy activities into your daily life. I, I love seeing um, men and women, uh, out exercising with their children. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's, I guess, more common to see women out with babies out, you know, running, um, than, than men, <laughs> but it, it, men, I think just do it in different ways, right. They're maybe taking, uh, taking the family to the, uh, uh, to the park. Um, and, and even the dog park can be good fun. Right. Yes. It's, it's, getting the, the the family out. So I think it starts with mindset and I think it's just, it, it then comes down to um, thinking about opportunities to incorporate um, fitness uh, into daily activities, right? So that we, we're not turning our lives upside down. It doesn't require that, right? It, it's simple things like maybe I to get in a few more steps speaking of walking is I park a little further from the front door of the building. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Or heaven forbid, I walk over to the store, you know, or, 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 you know, ride my bike over to the store or even just to do something different, just to shake up the routine Mm -hmm. is to take a, um, you know, a moped or an e-bike or something like that. Right. Anything to incorporate movement, I think is, helpful and valuable and it can help shake the, uh, uh, the, the dad bod. Right. So yeah, yeah those, those,
0: are,
1: those are, those are the, the coaching suggestions that I have for, uh, for those folks.
0: Yeah. And I like that you mentioned it that way, because a lot of times uh, people are just people in general, myself included, we get an idea and we're like, we're going to go zero to a hundred and then we end up hurting ourselves or we <laughs> because- can really burnt out and so it's really important to just start with like small steps you know like again you mentioned the smart goals right like small actionable steps that you can incorporate right now um that you can incorporate into your everyday life i mean you know for people that are listening if you work in an office maybe if you're on the second floor maybe even the third floor like instead of taking the elevator take the stairs you know or um walk to walk outside to lunch you know what I mean like bring your lunch but then walk downstairs and walk outside and do it or do a lap I have um I have coworkers that will do laps during their lunch break and I like to Mm -hmm. see that you know they're, they're doing laps around the office but it's like they're getting their steps in and it's making them feel good um and it it really is cyclical to where you know you start incorporating these steps, you start feeling good, which entices you to want to do it again, oh, which causes you to feel good, which entices you know it's literally like that habit yeah. loop, you know, absolutely. Um, that starts and, off and, and like the small. steps
1: are synergistic. So I have yep. uh a chapter, it's a short chapter in the book that's that says one plus one equals five, and it it goes back to some research that um that that some folks were doing on longevity for these little worms, and and they knew that there were a couple different approaches to where they can mm-hmm. improve the longevity. But when they stacked them, they didn't get just double the results. They got like four or five times the results, which surprised them. They didn't really expect that the results were going to be so dramatic. So small um, actions stacked on top of each other uh, can have dramatic results, especially when we compound them, right, to make yes. them larger and, and more significant over time there's some there's some great techniques too for cueing and, and chaining um healthy habits so speaking of, of of habits is um how can i trigger myself in order to meditate um or uh or, or go for a walk and and maybe it's when i put and and um can be very specific and say when i put that last dish away in the dishwasher mm-hmm. after dinner that's my trigger to go walk around the block, take the dog for a walk, right? So being able to chain behaviors that way can be a powerful way to, uh, to get people to, um, to, to take action on those uh, new habits.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um, and so I get this a lot. Uh, what are, like, what steps would you give people to stay young, To look and feel young, (laughs) ongoing, you know? I get this a lot, especially, and I, I, you know, I can't speak for, I get a lot, a a lot of my audience, um, it's funny, a lot of my audience and my social media uh, is mostly women, some men, but for my show, it's both. Okay. You know what I mean? But I do get this question a lot uh, when it comes to fitness. I I get a lot of women asking, well, how do you stay young? Like, how do you... (laughs)
1: you know I've got a over the weekend um from from another uh, podcast that I did I, I got a, a a comment from a, a gentleman who's got quite a large following actually and he, on his Instagram post he said I don't want to look and feel younger and in his his a- angle is he feels like um, anything of this nature is is very ageist and it's ageism and so the first thing i want to say is there's nothing wrong with being old
0: okay no yeah right
1: but i i am let me put the positive i embrace the idea that i have control over how i age yes right and as a human being um, there's nothing wrong with being old. I can't control in a way how many times around the sun I've, I've been on this planet. That is, that's just a fact. But I can control how I behave and, and, and the things that I do. And I don't, as a human being, don't want to lose function and capability, right? Yeah. So I'm doing is, I'm doing things that I can to preserve um, function and capability. Uh, one of, one of them is, is weightlifting. So I started, as I mentioned, I started off as a, uh, endurance athlete. I was running, I was, I ran a couple of marathons. I did a bunch of half marathons, triathlons up to a half Ironman triathlon. And I was diagnosed about 15 years ago with low bone density, which is not a good mm. thing. I was fortunate that it was diagnosed then one of the things that uh that i did to address that and by the way now my bone density is normal which is um which is terrific. oh wow yeah and, and and so it's it's not just a given right that we're going to Correct. deteriorate mm-hmm. and break a hip and die a year later um i uh i started weightlifting uh, as a result of that and, and muscle mass is is a really important component to aging well uh mm-hmm. agility right, is, a, is another um, component to it. So I do some exercises um, that emphasize balance. So I will do like one-legged deadlifts and and lots, not lots, lots is relative, but I do some one-legged leg exercises to focus mm-hmm. on that balance component. Because if I, even if I had bad bones, if I kept myself from falling, then I'm not going to have that break, right? So um, so these are these are a couple of of uh, of techniques. I also think and, and just from the cosmetic perspective, um, I, I, I mentioned in my upcoming book, there's two no no's here. One is alcohol and the other is, is cigarettes, cigarette smoke. Yeah. right. They both really age us really dramatically. And the good news is you can uh, reverse is kind of controversial in a way. Um, but I do think that it's possible to repair yes. right? some mm-hmm. damage that's been, that's been yep. done. And, and so there are, um, I mean, I, I use, um, you know, some, some face facial creams and, and so on. Uh, and I'm not, I, I, I want to be transparent, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, um, I'm 60. I want to inspire other men and women um I, I would say my target audience probably men in their 50s is who i can resonate with the strongest right but anyone can do these things to improve their health and 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 the in the bottom line here is you know we've got one we've got one chance here we're gonna we're gonna run this life once and you know as as we age certain things do become not necessarily accessible to us. So we want to take advantage of, of what we can, when we can, and preserve as much function as we can along the way. I was diagnosed, here's another example, I was diagnosed a few years ago with some macular degeneration in my eye. In my oh. eyes. And it's not a good thing, um, obviously. And so I started taking some supplements, and I started using these um, wraparound UV glasses when I, when I go outside. So I changed doctors um, recently and they did the exam. They said, everything looks good. And I said, you know, I didn't want to bias them by telling them anything. And I said, well, did you see any macular degeneration? He said, nope, I didn't see any. You look good.
0: Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. And see, that's so- the thing, like energetically, I mean, I remember being at the peak of my own, I am an alcoholic and recovery, full disclosure. Um, but I remember being at the peak of my drinking and my- late twenties and feeling old, you know, quote unquote old. Right. So for me, it's like, when I say, how do you stay young? It's not so much a, how are we looking sort of thing? It's like, how are you feeling? I want to have enough energy to like fully, fully live life, you know? And it's, I definitely feel more energetic now than I did in my twenties. And it's because of the lifestyle change. I know that, you know, you said repair, um, being an ex-smoker and an ex-big um, big binge drinker and drug mm-hmm. user, um, I can tell you it's like you know night and day energetically speaking to what I was experiencing. Which well, is congratulations, on- thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> like right. pure exhaustion, yeah. you know. But,
1: you know, here is the thing though: health is not health is 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 not an end in in and of itself. Mm-hmm. We could spend twenty four hours a day you know, preparing food and exercising and meditating and not actually living life. Right. And, and that's not the point either. No. Right. And so this is why I've really um, promoting my message of, you know, live your best life. Health is a component of that. right? Right. It's, you know, we really have three, we have time, we have our health and we have money. And those are the three kind of main drivers around how do we experience life and 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 I want people to get the most out of their life, and 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 having that health as long as you can is is the way I approach it, and the way I encourage other people to approach
0: it. Yeah, no, same, 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 same. Um, what lights you? Speaking of living their best life, what lights you up the most?
1: Well, I, I really do love when people uh, hear or see what I'm doing. And, and they come back and tell me that they've been inspired to, to make some changes and to, yeah. to do better themselves. Right. That really encourages me. I, I'm, um, I'm, I still have a, another job outside of this one. And I shared with one of my coworkers what, you know, my website. And she said, Oh my God, Greg, I can't believe, <laughs> you know, because I don't go around and work without my shirt on. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. <laughs> but it's on my website,
1: right? And so she said, "I'm so, I'm so inspired. If my husband would let me, I'd put a picture of you on my, uh, on, on my refrigerator." But I don't think he'd appreciate that. And and she said, "But but I'm really taking an effort to uh, to exercise more.
0: Good.
1: Right? I'm, I'm, I'm looking to. I'm starting to walk. I I know that I've been neglectful of my." Uh, of my body. And, and that really makes me feel terrific. When I hear stories like that um, I I, I'm really uh, blessed that I can have a positive influence on people like that.
0: Yeah. That's like a major why for you, right? Is that you get to, you get to not just talk about it, though, be about it, you know, be an example of the, of the life that you're, that you're coaching on the life that you're, um, uh, chatting on and writing on um, is to actually, be that, you know, so that people um can see that it's well, and also so that people can see that it's achievable, right? Um because a lot of times on social media we see the the filtered pictures. Uh Mm -hmm. so it's important to see that like authenticity and that um genuine, you know, energetic energetically genuine soul coming through. So people can see, oh not this is, you know, not only good advice, but it's definitely something that I can I can do. Right. Um, even with my schedule and my goals. Um, So thank you so much, Gregory, for joining me on the show. I will definitely leave your contact links and the show notes. Um, And you guys, please check out the show notes below. Um, Let me know what you thought of the show. If you have questions, reach out to Gregory. I'm gonna leave his contact information. If you're interested in purchasing either book, I have your Live Well. You guys can't see this because this will be on the podcast, but right now we're doing a Zoom. Um, I have your Live Well uh, Beyond 120 Best Practices for Living a Long, Happy, and Meaningful Life. Um, so I will leave that information in the show notes as well to purchase that book or the other book that he um, adds at 60. Um, but is there anything else that you would like to add for our listeners today before we leave?
1: Um, the, the, you know, the mission that i got to to you know encourage people to live their best life there's a chapter in my uh, in my book called dream big and i really think that people should not live in fear don't wait another day to take action to do the things that you're here to do and and that's where i'd like to leave you
0: i love that yeah cuz you know with it being january people are <laughs> january first and i'm <laughs> like i'm not I used to be one of those like New Year's resolutions, you know. But and there's nothing wrong with New Year's resolutions. Um, no. But you can also start your now, your future now today, you know, Absolutely. or tomorrow at two o'clock in the afternoon. It's just,
1: it, you're right. It starts with a decision, yeah. and that decision can be whenever you choose.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I and I, and I hope so it's huh? today. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. your future can be now. <laughs> so.
1: Indeed. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Check out the show notes for today's details on the show and be sure to share with a friend and subscribe. I really love hearing feedback from you. So please leave a review and let me know what resonated in the comments. Just a reminder, you matter, you are amazing, and you are a warrior.